admit it, I'm here. <laughs> hey, how you doing this morning? I was getting a, a sip of coffee. Thought I had time, but obviously I didn't. Hey, top of the morning to you. It's Wednesday morning. That's when we are producing this uh, FPTV podcast. I don't know when you're watching it or listening to it, as the case may be, but it's March 16th. Today is Everything You Do Is Right Day. Everything You Do Is Right Day. Remember that. (laughs) Freedom of Information Day. Total Transparency. You think so? You're going to fall for that? (laughs) And it's Lips Appreciation Day. Yeah, lips. I can appreciate lips. The kissable kind, but anyway, that it's a it's 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 literally you, you do your research, you know, check check me on this. Fact check. Uh, do a search. Lips Appreciation Day. You'll see it's uh today, March sixteenth, celebrated every year. My name is Mike, I'm your host. This is the FBTV podcast. If you are a client of Tautoa, you can watch this podcast in the Insider. But you also have an opportunity to download it using your favorite podcasting app, be it Apple, what, TuneIn. Oh, I'm going blank Spotify. There's tons of them out there. Google. But, uh, yeah, find us on your favorite podcasting app. Add us, you know, give us a five-star favorite deal that always helps us, you know, kind of move up in the uh, search. People can find us easier. Also, you can check us out on YouTube. Every Saturday morning, we do a one of these uh, podcasts, but it's a live video podcast. We will put up on YouTube or do it live on YouTube, live stream it on YouTube. And then after that, we'll take the audio and... Uh, Make it a podcast using your favorite podcast app, of course. And, of course, the video is going to be put into the Insider for the Tautoa clients. Now, with that said, you may be listening to the podcast going, well, man, I can't see it. Well, you can cruise on over to YouTube. Our YouTube channel is Freight Broker TV. And I think it's what YouTube.com slash Freight Broker TV will take you right to our channel. And then we got all kinds of videos. Matter of fact, the topics from our podcast that we're actually talking about, we will uh, cut the topics out and uh, make a video, standalone video, and post that on YouTube so you can see that too. And it's there forever until YouTube gets tired of us because I have a feeling that. Uh, We're not towing the official Biden line. (laughs) And uh, you'll see here in a little bit. If you caught the uh, podcast the other day, the the video podcast on YouTube, we we streamed this. Well, we streamed it. Now, you didn't hear on the audio, audio part, and we thought, you know, it won't make sense if they aren't able to see it. And then we thought about, well, it's, it's the audio. But we'll get to that after a while. Uh, yeah, because you're going to be, if you didn't see it, you're going to be able to see it on uh, our YouTube channel when we post this video for the topics. And what is the topic of this uh, FBTV podcast? Uh, 
lying. Don't lie about loads. Matter of fact, came across a video, YouTube video here the other day, and when I saw the title, man, I just got, oh, I got so ticked off. I mean, I was just fuming, and I uh, just couldn't watch it because I, I, I could just envision some knucklehead out there made a video talking about how how great he was that he did something. I'll get into it here after a while. And it just infuriated me because it, it, from the title, it looked like, okay, this guy's going to encourage other drivers to do the same thing. And that's the quickest way. <laughs> that is the quickest way to really screw up a good trucking operation by posting what he did. Now, he didn't do it. I'll give him credit. We'll go over that. Uh, later in the podcast. Okay, Saturdays. We have made Saturday's podcast question and answer day. So if you've got a question, transportation related, freight broker, trucking, freight broker agent, whatever it might be, yeah, you can email it to me, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. Plenty of forms on our website. You can fill out a form. You can even Skype it to me, FBTV. That's our uh, Skype handle, 10-4. I guess they still... You know, I was watching the convoy. We haven't talked much about that because I can't figure out what they're doing except going around in circles. But yesterday, they seemed to do something, or day before yesterday, um, when they actually went down into the Beltway. There's videos all over the place about it. I'd like to share those videos, but I'm scared somebody might try to sue me. <laughs> you know, actually, they probably not. You know, it's a news item. There it is. Here's this, my Skype app. All right, very good. Okay. Picking up steam. You know, every time I turn it on, they're talking about, or in the past, they've been talking about COVID, mask, mandates. That's over, fellas. For the most part, headline right now is news. Biden is not doing anything to help bring these fuel prices down. Speaking of which, they're up again over $5 a gallon nationwide average. Last week, they were up, what, 70, over 70 cents a gallon. This week, they're up another 40 cents a gallon. Average price of a gallon of diesel is $5.20 a gallon. And all Biden can do... Is blame it on Putin, blame it on COVID. Saki, or whatever her name is, doing the same thing, but she's just following, you know, the company line. Gasoline's up 21.3 cents a gallon this week to 4.31 a gallon. They've got to do something, you know. And I read an article earlier, he's trying to get the oil companies to do something, but they don't trust him. Because they, you know, when he first came into, I mean, you can look, at, we did a video the other day about fuel. And you can find that on YouTube. Fuel surcharges, fuel prices. And uh, you you can see how the price of fuel started its steady upward movement back in November of uh, 2020. After the election. And all through the election, Biden was telling everybody, hey, <laughs> I'm going to cut off the spigot. I'm going to make it so hard on the oil companies. And that's exactly what he did. 
That is what most Americans voted for. So I don't think they were really listening. Just they were so mad because Trump had a cell phone and he could treat <laughs> no matter no matter how good their life was. All they could see was his tweets. And granted, I'd be the first one to tell you, you know, somebody should have took away his phone a long time ago, but how do you do that? Anyway, it is what it is. But fuel is up. Again, now I did uh, read another report, too, that even though the price at the pump's up, the price, the barrel crude has dropped, what, a buck? Something like that? And we're not going to see that for a while, uh, if, if we ever do. And most of the time I'll be saying, hey, this is a big profit deal for oil companies. They're just using this for profit. Which some of it may be true, but uh, I think the bottom line is what Biden has done. And I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack over that, but uh, just look at how your life was, what, 15 months ago, and look how it is today. Yeah, we had COVID. Yeah, we had COVID, coronavirus, and all that, but uh, still... You know, the economy was a lot better, put it that way. Okay, let's talk about today's impossible question. You know, we did that Saturday, and I think, I, I tell everybody, every time I do one of these, I'm going to forget to give you the answer. I think I forgot to give you the answer to the impossible question on Saturday. So, let's take care of that business first. Saturday's uh, impossible question on average, it would take you 18 months to do this. What is it? The answer was walk the Great Wall of China. It's uh, more than 5,500 miles long. It'd take me, oh, it'd take, forget it, you know, 18 months. For me, 5,500 miles walking, not going to happen. But anyway, that's the uh, answer. Now, today's impossible question. This is going to be easy. This is simple. Because we talked about this the other day. A certain football player spends over a million dollars a year keeping his body fit. Okay, so I guess I just gave this away. Approximately 80% of uh, these professionals go broke within three years of retirement. <laughs> I think that's a no-brainer. But anyway... That's that. Speaking of NFL and players and football and health and fitness and all that stuff, Tom Brady coming back for, what, season 23? Did you see his tweet? You know, he's not ready to get off the field. He wants to play. I think Giesel likes him in those tight pants. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm not right. Hey, if it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you. You're in pretty good company. Jerry Lewis, born on this day back in 1926. Chuck Woolery, remember him? Love Connection? That's where I first saw him. And uh, then he was on Scrabble. I think he did a stint on Will of Fortune. Anyway, he's having a birthday today. He's 81. Can you believe that? In my mind, I keep seeing him on Love Connection, you know. 
Southern boy. Isn't it? Where's he from? He's from Arkansas. I was thinking that's in my head. He might be, maybe not. Eric Estrada from Chips. Ponch. Remember Ponch from Chips? The 80s TV show, not the movie that was on a while back. Uh, he was born in this day back in the 49. He's 73 today, so happy birthday to them. If it's your birthday, happy birthday to you, too. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, you're having a birthday or you have a loved one that might be having a birthday and you'd like us to wish you or them a happy birthday, well, let me know. Email me. You can email me, again, at fbtv at freightbrokertv.com and be happy to... Uh, Wish them a happy birthday on your behalf. All right. Uh, We were talking about the White House, Biden. Before all this craziness started with fuel and Ukraine and Putin. You know, you don't hear too many people talking about Russia. Russia's war. It's Putin. It's Putin. Man's off his rocker. And man, he's pushing the limits on NATO. Kind of spooky, but this too shall pass. <clears throat> Honestly, if you want my opinion, I think somebody in his own government's going to take him out. Because from what I see on TV, and I could be way, way wrong, people in Russia aren't really behind this. Not at all. This is a Putin all on his own. And, you know, you see the prisoners that... Uh, the Ukrainians have captured the Russian prisoners and, you know, young boys. Look scared to death. I would be, too. Can't blame them for that. But, you know, they, they, they're talking on video about, uh, no, we thought we were doing something else. This isn't what we thought we were going to be doing. We thought we were on maneuvers. We thought, we thought you know, that, that, that could be just them talking to save their mind. And then, uh, you know, talking about how... Uh, they were being treated well, and a lot of that. You, you don't know what's being fed to them and what isn't, so as far as what to say on those videos. So I can't put a lot of stock in that. But going back a couple of months, two or three months ago, in December, the White House announced the creation of a trucking action plan. This trucking, truck, trucking, trucking action plan is aimed at making trucking a desirable long-term career. Well, they just shot that in the foot with $5.20 a gallon fuel prices. Who wants to get in trucking? Oh, you might be a driver wanting to drive. But, you know, as far as owner-operator, buying your own truck, starting your own trucking company, where's the incentive when we have a government that don't care if the cost of gas and fuel, I don't care if they want to go green or not. Now is not the time to... Turn off the spigot. Now is the time to turn it on full blast. But anyway, uh, trucking action plan, trying to get people to consider trucking as a long-term career. At that time, the administration said it would use the next 90 days to determine administrative and regulatory actions it can take to support quality trucking jobs. Well, we're at the 90-day mark. So, really looking at that plan being shared soon. Don't count on it, probably, to be 
announced very soon. If it is, I'll be surprised. And of course, it's going to be COVID's fault, and it's going to be Putin's fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, what is uh, the who is a uh, Department of Transportation? Uh, Pete. Uh, Budig, however you pronounce his name, I can't pronounce it. Pete, Secretary Pete, even did a ride-along here a while back. And, uh, la-di-da, probably the first time he's ever been in a truck. And yet he's, what, Secretary of Transportation? He's the one, uh, he's the one, all right. He appeared on the uh, 60 Minutes here the other night, <clears throat> discussed the new infrastructure law. He said $560 billion investment in transportation is crucial for the United States to improve on its current C-minus grade in infrastructure. Hey, I'm all for, you know, making things better, but come on. He says when the pandemic ends, and this is just a few days ago, you know, when the pandemic, I think most of America is pretty much consider it over. The politicians are the, the only ones trying to hold on to it. But anyway, when the pandemic ends, it'll get a lot better. Ah, here we go. There it is right there. As long as the pandemic is going on, hey, there's going to be hell to pay. By golly. And the pandemic's not over until the politicians say it's over. <laughs> But he said it's going to take years to have the kind of transportation infrastructure that we really need to weather the next shock, whether it's a pandemic or who knows. War with Russia. No, he didn't say that. He said a cyber attack, cer certainly more extreme weather-related climate change. Boy, they're pushing that climate change. They, they want... Uh, <clears throat> we've got to get more resilient for that. Okay, that's code. Yeah, that's code. C-O-D-E. Code for... Uh, you know, suck it up, America. We don't want you to have gas and oil and prices to be cheap. We want you to do what we want you to do, no matter if you like it or not. He says, look, you know, we're always shooting for A+, but this isn't like building a house. This is building a country, literally. And some of these things take time. Each year you'll see more results, and it's going to take a while. If we get a president in there that has common sense, <laughs> I, I I am really crossing the line. This this fuel thing has me ticked off. I you know you know a lot of us lived through it back 14 years ago. Same thing, high fuel prices, and we saw what happened. And I think that's why a lot of America is really ticked off. Hey, don't send us down that road again. Don't do it. And I think all the, the, the rest of the world is watching. And they're watching us headed right down that path again. And waiting. Because once we get there, who knows what's going to happen. All right. Now, topic of the day, lying about loads. But before we get into the topic of the day, I want to share this with you. All right. My question to you, Mr. Vice President, is what is your argument to the voter watching this debate tonight who may not like everything President Trump does, 
but they really like this economy and they don't know why they should make a change. Well, I don't think they really do like the economy. <laughs> what can you do about skyrocketing prices? Right now, Russia is responsible. Three consecutive American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. You may have noticed this week that your gas prices have gone up. Yeah, sort of. Back in November of 2020, it was 243. Last week, 485. I want to talk to you a little bit about why. A lot of it has to do with Vladimir Putin. Number one, mm. no more subsidies for fossil fuel Here industry. We go. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Number one. The only way to protect the United States over the long term is to become energy independent. How about that? The only way... Has become energy independent, and prior to this administration taking office, we kind of were. But anyway, I, I didn't get to see, no, uh, you didn't get to see that on a standard one of our standard YouTube videos, and uh, we thought, well, we know this part of it's going to be on YouTube, so let's throw it in there so everybody gets a chance. Let's see how long this video stays up on YouTube. But everything in that video was uh, taken from his actual statements. And that last part, that's him, Biden, saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to shut him down. I'm going to shut You know, we haven't gone after an industry like this since tobacco, big tobacco. And everybody uses oil. Oils, you know... Anyway, it is. Oh, don't get me started, man. Here we go. All right, lying about loads. The other day, like I was telling you a moment ago earlier, I uh, came across a video, and the title of the video was basically something about some trucker holding a load hostage or whatever. And I didn't watch it. I was it ticked me off. I thought, ah, oh, here we go. A lot more misinformation. A lot of this. A lot of, lot of, you know, beating themselves on the chest, talking about how tough they were. They held a load hostage, and, and you know, I was thinking, okay, they're going to really <sighs> cause issues for people that are going to watch this video and try to pull the same stuff and find out, nah, it didn't happen exactly, you know, like maybe he tried to make people believe. But... Yesterday, I sat down and I watched the video, and it was nothing like the title. The title was clickbait, but in my case, it was, don't watch me, bait, because you're really going to get ticked off. But anyway, here's the story. A carrier accepted a 300-mile load from a broker. The broker told the carrier they had a delivery appointment on Sunday. The carrier got there with the load went to check in and the guard said what are you talking about you're not too here till wednesday huh? <laughs> yeah naturally the uh carrier the driver owner operator he was ticked off about it and he wasn't as ticked off as you might think i mean he was upset about it he wasn't happy about it but he wasn't throwing a fit he wasn't being unprofessional matter of fact he was very professional throughout this whole whole ordeal 
So it's Sunday. He calls the broker. No answer. He calls the after hours number. No answer. Can't leave a voicemail because the voicemail box is full. So he sends an email to the broker. And he got a response. The individual broker that was handling that load, they sent him back an email saying, I'm going to contact the receiver. Find out what's going on here. Well... The broker did not email the guy back. So the driver, the owner-operator, he had to sit there all night. Broker didn't communicate. That alone, let's talk about that for a moment. When you you got a problem with the loan, you've got to communicate. You have got to communicate, and I'm talking as a broker, you've got to communicate with the customer, you've got to communicate with the carrier, let all the parties know that you're on top of it, you're doing everything you can to get it straightened out. This broker should have emailed that uh, driver, the owner-operator, trucking company, should have emailed him back or even picked up the phone and called him, he had the phone number. Should have told him, hey, man, I'm on top of this, but I can't get a hold of anybody tonight. Bed down. Uh, I'll take care of it first thing in the morning. Just to let that driver know what the heck was going on. Because every second that passes, every moment, people on the trucking side of this issue, uh, they're getting hotter and hotter and hotter. I mean, steam's going to be coming out of their ears. You let them sit there till Monday morning, they're going to be ticked. And kudos to this driver, owner, operator. He sat there till the next morning, took it like a real pro, kept his cool, called the broker, gave the broker a chance to get it right. Now, I'm going to stop the story right there for a moment, and I'll tell you the rest of it before we get done. When I started hearing this story, originally I thought, oh, man, the broker lied to the truck just to get that truck to make the run, to get it under the load. I've seen that happen before. I've seen brokers lie about loads just to get the truck under it and deal with whatever the problem is when it raises its ugly head, and it's going to raise its head. 72 hours from now, 24 hours from now, 48 hours, 96, whenever the load delivers, and we get to that issue that the broker lied about, here it comes. I could never understand that. Never, ever, ever could I understand that. Why a broker would lie about a load be it minuscule things. You know, the, yeah, they were scared they might not be able to get a truck unless they lied. Well, if you got to lie about the load, maybe the load's not worth trying to work. Or maybe you need to find a truck that will take the load regardless. Now, you got to be honest because, like I said, you know, if you lie about something about a load, it's, it's going to come back. That phone's going to ring. There's going to be somebody pretty ticked off on the other end. Somebody's going to be pretty ticked off because you got caught in the lie. I, uh, when I was driving, may have told this story in the past, but uh, I had a Walmart load going down to, I think, Jackson, Mississippi. 
had a Walmart distribution center there, maybe in somebody's place else. But anyway, I was a company driver, and the uh, dispatch told me to call this broker. I called the broker. And back in the day, if you had a logo to Walmart distribution center, you knew you were going to get back there and help them unload it. You were going to assist. I mean, there was just no ands, ifs, or buts about it. It was going to happen. So I knew I was going to have to get back there and assist with unloading that truck. Well, it was an overnight run. You know, I picked it up the day before, late in the afternoon. It was four, five, six hundred miles. I had to be there the next morning. No sleep, tired. The broker said, don't worry about it. You're not going to have to touch it. I have straightened this out. It's all taken care of. You will not have to fingerprint this load. You will not have to. You climb back in your sleeper and crash while they're unloading you. And I told the guy, I said, you're full of it. Maybe not. I was more tactful. But I told him, I said, hey, man, anytime I've gone to a Walmart distribution center, there is no sitting in the cab. You, ha you had to assist. You had to help them unload that truck, period. No, no, no. I said, all right, but here's the deal. I'm driving. It's late in the day. I'm going to have to drive all night to get it there the next morning. I'll be there at my scheduled appointment time. I will be there. But if they tell me I've got to get in the back of that trailer and help unload it, after you've sat here and told me I wouldn't have to, you pretty much guaranteed it. Well, I'm just telling you right now, you better find a place to put this load because I'm not going to help unload this trailer. Not going to happen, especially now that you told me I wouldn't have to. No, 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 don't worry about it. So, you know, I, I hung up the phone and I knew I was going to have to unload this trailer. I wasn't going to, uh, you know, I wanted the load off my truck, just like everybody does. You know, you want to get the load off your truck so you can move forward. So I get there the next morning at this Walmart distribution center. I walk into the uh, shipping office to uh, get checked in. And he said, yeah, go to door number seven, blah, 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 whatever, you know, back up. Come on in, help unload. And I said, okay, I'm going to have to assist with it. He goes, yeah, <laughs> you're going to have to drive or assist. Yeah, you're going to have to help. You know, that's normal. I knew it. I told the guy, I said, look, hey, I'm happy to do it. I'll do it, but can I have a couple of minutes? I want to call this broker because he told me I would not have to touch it. He swore pretty much on his life I wouldn't have to touch it. And I want to scare the heck out of him. He said, okay, but, you know, we only got a certain time. I go, it'll just be a minute. So I got on the phone, called the broker. I said, hey, man. He said, where do you want me to take this load? He goes, huh? I want you to take it to Walmart. I go, I'm at Walmart. And I told you yesterday, if they, if I get here, and I told you when I got here, they they, they would expect me to drive or assist. Uh you said, no, 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 no. You had it all straightened out where I'm here. And, of course, they want me to drive or assist. I said, man, I drove all night. I told you yesterday, if I get here and this is what's going to happen, you're, you better have a backup plan. Where do you want me to take the load? He goes, no, 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 man, no, no. You know, I just started backing up left and right. So, look, you want me to you want me to get back there and unload this truck? It's going to cost you. You're going to have to pay me. Ended up getting 200 bucks off the guy. And hopefully it taught him to never lie about a load again. I knew if he would have just told me in advance, hey, you know, you're going to have to get back there and touch this. You know how Walmart is. Hey, I got it. I'm there. I'm with you. But when you lie, holy smoke, that, that's, that's no good for anybody. No good for anybody. Another thing is communication. 
I had a broker a couple of years ago that uh, it was Easter weekend. It really freaked me out. Uh, Easter weekend, uh, truck had picked up the load. And they were towed that the uh, truck could unload the next day, Friday, I think. Yeah, Friday. They picked it up on Thursday. They were supposed to unload on Friday. And somebody's going to wait until that truck got there. Now, in this case, it was the new broker. They were new. Uh, given a little bit there. But uh, truck got to the destination where they were supposed to unload. And nobody was there. Or he couldn't find anybody. Truck couldn't get unloaded. This was Easter weekend. Or maybe it was Thursday. I don't remember. But it was Easter weekend. I remember that because I thought, holy smoke, that truck's going to have to sit there all weekend if we don't get this taken care of. Well, the broker that had brokered the load to the truck, they panicked and quit answering the phone. Luckily, the trucking company knew how to get out of me. And we got it all worked out. No big deal. A few phone calls. It wasn't even my customer, but I was working in you know the back doors trying to get through to the customer to get to the destination to get somebody in there to unload the truck, because actually the customer did say, "Yeah, you know, it can unload. Somebody be there." It all worked out, but it would have been worse had they not been able to get hold of me. Can you imagine sitting there all? weekend on a holiday weekend just because okay this broker was a learning experience for them granted they were new but they panicked and instead of calling me or staying in communication with the trucking company they just turned their phone off refused to answer the phone that will cause more problems than anything you've got to pick up the phone Maybe bad news, you got to deal with it. You know, lack of communication will make it a lot worse, trust me. So communicate. You got a problem with load, communicate. Now we're talking about don't lie about loads. And we got off on this uh, communication topic, and that's very important. You got to communicate. Communicate. Now let's go back to the original story of this video. And what appeared to be a broker lying. Well, come to find out, the broker wasn't actually lying. When the load got entered into the receiver's uh, system, it spit out that Sunday night delivery. And that's what was given, but it never got saved in the system. And for whatever, the appointment got kicked around and kicked around and kicked around until Wednesday. Something like that, anyway. I may have that those facts a little bit messed up, but... It, According to the broker, it really wasn't the broker's fault. Okay. Now, with that said, who knows? A broker could have been lying, trying to cover his butt, you know. But I don't think so. And here's why I don't think so. You're not going to send a truck on a 300-mile trip to deliver on a Sunday night knowing that the load doesn't deliver on Wednesday. You, you just don't do that. I mean, that's... You know, okay, Sunday night delivery, but, you know, I'm not going to unload till Monday morning. I could see even the a line broker trying to pull something like that. But Wednesday, holy cow. 
<laughs> you know, it's a long time down the road. And even the worst broker in the world knows better than that. So I'll give the broker a benefit of the doubt. The other thing, too, is uh, in this video, the driver, the owner-operator, the owner of the truck, he had his speaker or his phone on speakerphone so you could hear the audio between uh, him and that broker. Never once, never once did either party show any anger, disrespect, nothing like that. Hats off, kudos to both the uh, driver, the owner-operator of the truck, and the broker. They both kept their cool. This, The driver started, I believe, to understand, the owner-operator started to understand that, hey, maybe this wasn't a broker deal. Maybe this was the company he was delivering to, their issue. But the, the broker did find uh, a, a, uh, another place where the uh, truck could take the load and drop it off. You know, get it unloaded the next morning, Monday. I believe it was Monday. I'm sure the owner-operator got paid extra. I uh, should have got paid extra for the, the, the delivery, detention time. Should have got paid extra for taking the load uh, to another destination. There should have been an extra stop pay in there because he went to the original destination, couldn't get it unloaded. Should have been an extra stop. And there should have been quite a bit more money in there to have the truck move to the other destination. I never did hear what the final settlement was, but it was conducted in a very professional manner. And I was ready for the worst. I mean, I was ready for... I was ready for it to hit the fan. You, you know what I mean? Anyway, my name is Mike. I am the uh, host for FBTV, obviously. I'm also the lead consultant for Tautoa. Tautoa, we are a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. Our specialty is working with freight brokers, freight broker agents, trucking companies. We have training and consulting packages available. We also have self-study training. We have standalone consulting available. If you want to get into the industry, you've been looking at it good place to start is as a freight broker agent. We've got uh, several packages that include essential training. After you complete the essential training, you can enter our mentorship program. We call it the TMP. That's where after you complete training, you will be able to begin your broker operation as a freight broker agent earning a 60% commission on net, load net. That's the profit on the load. You'll be able to do that because we will place you through us under a licensed broker. You can be in the mentorship program, uh, depending on the package, anywhere from three months to 12 months. And I always tell everyone, don't, don't, you know, don't hear money that it's a paid position as a freight broker. Any freight broker agent is going to make a commission. Should be. Of course they are. But in the beginning, you got to be focused on building the business. As a freight broker agent, you're not an employee. You are an independent contractor, meaning it's your business. You've got to get your own customers, 
And it cracks me up. Sometimes I'll get calls. Yeah, the, the broker give me customers? No. <laughs> You've got to get your own. It's your business, bud. You know, you got to get your own. The broker's not going to hand you over their customers. Why? Why are they going to give you 60% of the profit they could be making when it's their customer? See what I mean? you got to get out there and hustle up your own business. You've got to get your own loads, find your own trucks. That's what the training part of the packages are for. We're going to go through, train you how to prospect, find potential customers, how to make your sales calls, what to say, how to negotiate, how to calculate rates, how to get trucks. Everything from getting the load all the way through delivery of the load, including legal and contracts. We're going to be... Uh, teaching you in the essential training. Now, what happens at the end of the TMP? At the end of the TMP, you will exit to become a broker agent on your own, you know, contracted to a brokerage direct, and yes, you are able to stay with the brokerage you have been contracted to as long as you have been active. Uh, I'm talking about contracted to through us while you're in the TMP. Or you might start your own brokerage. Either way, when you exit the mentorship program, you have an additional consulting period, which is going to be the same amount of time that you had in the TMP, the mentorship program, 3, 6, or 12 months. So check it out, Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. You can call us, 479-668-0838. You call in, ask for me, be happy to talk to you, explain everything that uh, we're doing, how it works. But yeah, don't wait. You know, you can start your start your uh, new career today. One thing though, don't let anybody don't let don't don't be fooled. You're you're not going to start making you're not going to start brokering today and start making money next week. You've got to build the business. Keep that in mind. Independent contractor. All right, Trekker Path. If you don't know what that is, it's a mobile app. Uh, generally, truck drivers are the ones using it, American truck drivers. Anyway, they announced the results of its annual ranking of truck stops across the country. The best truck stops among chains and independent facilities were based on ratings, reviews, feedback, and votes by the more than one million people that use the app. So, top five, each category. Independent truck stops. Number five, Truck World truck stop up in Hubbard, Ohio. Coming in at number four, Russell's Indy Truck and Travel Center, Glen Rio, New Mexico. I think that's where the uh, People's Convoy stopped when they were uh, crossing the uh, New Mexico-Texico line. Texaco. Texas line. Number three, Boise Stage Stop, Boise, Idaho. I've been there many, many times. Matter of fact, I believe they still do it. They have for a long time, Boise Stage Stop, if you're out on the road on Thanksgiving. If you're on the road on Thanksgiving, you're a driver with the CDL, pull in there. They'll feed you for free on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving dinners on them. Always has in the past. That's, that's how I know it. Uh, number two, independent truck stop, Big Apple Travel Center, Joplin, Missouri. And number one, first placed, independent truck stops in Wellsville, Kansas, Burt's. Burt's Travel Center. How you doing? I'm Burt. <laughs> okay, chain truck stops. 
Number five, Love Travel Stop. Number 814, Hamilton, Alabama. And number four, Travel Centers of America, TA. Oakley, number 91, Oakley, Kansas. Number three, Rocky Mountain Truck Centers of Little America, Green River, Wyoming. Those Little Americas, they got one down in the flag too, don't they? Still there. Love's Travel Stop, number 812 in Bliss, Idaho. And first place among chain truck stops, Pilot Travel Center, number one, Mill Hall, Pennsylvania. All right, don't forget, coming up uh, just a couple, two or three days from now in Las Vegas, if you're in that area, you want to stop in. Truckload Carriers Association annual convention going to be happening there. And then next week, March 24th through the 26th, what is that? said next week. What day is that, actually? Thinking. I got weekend in my head. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Louisville, Kentucky, Mid-American Trucking Show. That's the biggie. All right, so keep that in mind as well. All right, anything else? Well, Pilot, while we're on the subject of truck stops a moment ago, Pilot has announced they're doing a $1 billion remodeling on a lot of their uh, a lot of their properties. Key enhancements under the new Horizon Plan, which is what they're calling it. Everything's got to have a name. <laughs> it's going to include lighting inside and outside of the stores. Complete remodeling of restrooms, showers, and laundry facilities. Redesigned store layouts. The food and beverage areas. Improved seating and lounges. Updated fuel and point-of-sale technology. Also equipping locations with fuel alternatives, and I'm sure that has to do with electricity. Man, people are spending a lot of money on this electronic stuff, this green stuff. Yeah, we're headed that way, but are we there yet? Well, that'd be something. You spend all this money, and it just falls flat on its face. Anyway, point of cell technology. I saw a picture when I came across that article talking about uh, their remodeling plans and things like that, their New Horizons initiative, as they call it. And I saw self-checkouts all lined up, you know, on the counter. Self-checkout, self-checkout. I am so against self-checkout, it's not even funny. You're charging me the same price, but i got to do the work for you, so therefore I'm an employee of yours. Con- I, have, I am now <laughs> contracted labor of whatever store I'm going through. I I know some people like it, I guess. I, I'm just old school. You know, you're putting somebody out of work with that. You know, those systems. One, I don't want to do it. I've spent all my time finding what I want to give you money for, and now you're going to make me figure out how much I owe you. Shouldn't you be kind of doing that? Walmart, talking to you. Home, Home Depot, same with you. And now, Pilot. I don't get it, especially at a truck stop. You know, you got drivers that are in that truck for days, weeks, months at a time. A lot of those drivers, that's home. They stop in your truck stop, and now you're, you know, instead of giving them that friendly smile, one-on-one service, you know, talk to the computer. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe uh, we'll get our heads straight someday figure out what's what all right we've kind of gone a little bit over than what we usually do i've been noticing we are 
at uh, 45 minutes for these podcasts. We're pushing 50 now. Oh, one more thing before I go. This, I saw this and I just laughed. This is a rumor alert. If you are one of those that, uh, oh man, you know what I almost did? I have almost forgotten to give you the, well, you kind of know it anyway. The answer to today's impossible question. So let me pull that out before I go any further. But anyway, rumor alert. One of the dumbest rumors out there. It's uh, making its rounds again, and if you see this on YouTube, please, 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 don't. <laughs> Just don't. You see, I, I remember the one about somebody, when they, they Apple took away the uh, the uh, earplug or whatever, where you could plug a, a common plug into it, you know, went to their standard whatever deal it is, where you didn't have, couldn't plug in your earplugs anymore your earbuds you know they, they went wireless well people somebody made a video showing how how they were able to uh put the plug back in the phone and people actually did it took a drill drill <laughs> anyway this is what we're talking about don't and if if you got kids that are 16 17 years old and and maybe a spouse, and I'm not picking on women, not picking on guys. I'm just saying somebody you love and care about immensely that might fall for this. Make sure they understand no, no, no. What was that? Nay, 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 nay. <laughs> One of the dumbest rumors out there, it's resurfaced, uh, brought back due to high fuel prices, gas prices. Some genius out there decided that you could save on buying gas by pouring a Sprite from McDonald's, it has to be from McDonald's, into your gas tank. Don't do that. You're pouring sugar in your gas tank. Don't do it. All right. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Today's impossible question. Uh, approximately 80% of those professional or these professionals go broke within three years of retirement. Which professionals are we talking about? Of course, the NFL. Go have a good Wednesday, unless, of course, you've made other plans. See you Saturday morning. All right? Have a good hump day.